feel very contributive to that. But if you're feeling it, then I'm sure we got something. So roll it. When the creative juice is flowing, just get out of his way because he writes such good content. If you're not writing something that you would enjoy, then what are you doing? The challenge is getting started. I think that's the biggest barrier. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. With your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. It's time to level up. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith, Phil Schneider on sabbatical, and the very, very cool Blessing Mbofu. We are talking today, or we'll be talking today, about creativity, the creative flow, creating content, all that awesome stuff, blogs, podcasts, videos. Jeremy, how the heck do you do you fuel your stuff? Man, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, it always seems like you're, you're doing something new or cool, whether it be video or blog post or whatever. Dude, what's, what's the secret sauce? Is there a secret sauce? Enlighten us, wise one. First of all, let me acknowledge that, yes, the blessing is very cool, but I'm a little suspicious. I feel like he's a little too cool is it just me or is that do you feel like that's true eric jealousy is an ugly thing jeremy (laughs) i I don't don't know what cool is and what scale that is (laughs) even his even his thinking answer (laughs) i know know. it's not even fair i know he's not even trying even the answer was cool Uh, oh are you cool how does he answer cool are we surprised no are we jealous of course what does cool mean how would you evaluate no stop you're making you're making it worse <sighs> um so yeah okay. content creation first of all um i think that we have a bit of a way i don't know if it's necessarily the best way as far as with church mag uh, but we have a way of creating content for the websites and for, I guess, all the things that we do. And I don't know if, I mean, there's definitely things that we can refine and probably improve. I mean, not probably definitely improve on. Um, but like, how do you go from wanting to make, I feel like there's a couple different versions. There's the, I have ideas and I just need to like get them out there for the people to consume. And then there's the, I want to serve kind of mentality of, um, I have the capacity to do something and to help create. So we're, I mean, we think that I look at the, we have the church mag Facebook group. And one of the questions we ask is, would you want to write for church mag? Um, because we are always looking for new writers. And when we, when I think about inviting people on to write for church mag, like how do we help them? One of the biggest things they are saying when they want to, they're considering writing for us is if I have something to contribute, if my stuff's good enough, literally that's what's going on. In their mind is, is mm. can I even do it? And what is our answer? You know, what our answer always is what you can do it. That's what we say. I would say just do it, but I feel like that's a little too on the nose with the controversy already. already yes. Yeah, kind of already taken We're burning it. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, for you guys in general, I have a couple ideas, but what do you go? I mean, I know we have the the flow of your job with Church Mag is not to write the perfect contents because Eric, you and your daughter can help edit it. We they can you guys can help create the image. The thing that we can't do for you is to come up with the ideas and um, flesh it out. But even then, 
we can talk it out with you. Uh, so we have that Slack channel where people can get together and talk things out and help with that. So even in that aspect, we have some ways of helping. But I think that's huge when it comes to content creation um, or, or creation of so many different things. And that is the ability to just talk it out, right? Like discuss it with somebody. And, and through that, you're able to, you know, maybe tackle some problems, address some areas that you have doubt, strengthen and bolster it in areas that need to be maybe cut stuff out that it doesn't belong. And I'm not talking about a written, finished article. I'm just talking about a basic idea, right? And I, I think that the biggest hindrance is just starting because I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Blessing can back this up with some of the stuff that he's written. I'm sure he started thinking one thing i know i have and i know jeremy has you start you start writing one thing and as you begin to flesh it out before you know it you've deleted the first paragraph and you're writing about something completely different than yeah. what you started with so i mean that happens to me often uh, first of all before i even start writing the thing i do is i go look up anything that chris wilson has written <laughs> and anything that phil schneider's written and anything Eric or Jeremy has written and I study it and take some notes and then I attempt to write like them. I mean, they're such awesome writers on Church Mag, if I say so myself. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the first thing... Are you, are you doing that cool thing? I feel like you might have been doing the cool thing. <laughs> yes. Oh boy, there we go again. Um, yeah, so, so I, I basically... Uh, where was I? See, now you threw me off. Um <laughs> I was, oh, yes. I can, like, hear you blushing. It's hilarious. Oh, uh, that's disturbing. Um, anyway, where do I start? Yeah, you are right. I do I do start by writing stuff, and sometimes I end up taking a different direction, or sometimes it feels like I had an idea, and and then there isn't much there, but something else emerges. And sometimes by the time I know it, I've, you know, I've got a couple of hundred words down, so, so I think the challenge is getting started. I think that's the biggest barrier is, mm. is, um, I, I read, uh, who was it? John Acuff, um, recommended a while ago, Stephen Pressfield's book, the, the war of art, uh, not the art of war. Uh, and, um, and in it, he says that the hardest part is showing up and, and and often people want to wait for for inspiration to hit, and they want to have the perfect idea before they start. Uh, but sometimes the best way to write is to explore a thought by starting with the sentence and put it, looking at the words on screen or paper, depending on where, wherever you start. And then, yeah, yeah. So I hear you say all that. And the thing that comes into my mind, I talk, I mean, I have clients that come in and we talk about like fear of failure, fear of um, not being able to do this. Obviously this is directly in line with anxiety, obviously to a very significant um, situation where literally they can't get out of the house or they um, can't be able to parent. They, they lose their job because their anxiety is so significant and so that's to an extreme level, but even just like the idea of um, the tough stuff that's going on in life, the the fear of failure, 
I mean, you say the fear of starting, and I, I take it one step further, and the fear of failing um, really is difficult. Or even worse, the fear of succeeding. Like, if I succeed, now i got to do it again. Like, it was hard enough doing it the one time. Now i got to do it again. Yeah. And if I do that well, then all of a sudden I have to, like, own this? What does that look like? Or you don't think about that, and you're five blog posts in, and all of a sudden – I got nothing else. I I had a lot of yeah. enthusiasm, but now I've just got a whole lot of nothing. And like, you just kind of die in the yeah. creative sense of wanting to produce more. And so when I, when I talk about this idea of fear of failure or even worse, the fear of success, um, I don't necessarily endorse a lot of what Jeff Bezos does, but if you read his autobiography that he has, or his biography, I don't know which it is. Um, he talks about he does so many things where he tries them out that he fails more times than most other people. And that failure is actually a huge asset to him because if he fails at web development, web hosting, trying to coordinate deliveries, all these things. Yes, he's lost some money. Yes, he's lost some shareholders or whatever it is. But now he knows how not to do it. And in fact, not only does he know how not to do it, nobody else knows how not to do it. And so he has something that nobody else has. And he can now be more successful than other people because he knows how not to do it that nobody else knows. Because he wow. gave it a shot and tried and failed, which then means he has something better than anybody else, that knowledge of how not to do it. Hmm. So like when I think yeah. about content creation, people don't want to fail. And I'm just like, why not? Because then you know how not to do it at yeah. the very least for this one thing. But usually that one thing plays out into so many other things like that fear yeah. of failure. Now I'm, I realize I've probably come off as somewhat cocky at times, that's just because I'm I'm confident in the fact that I can learn from my mistakes, not necessarily know how to do it, but learn from my mistakes and what I'm doing. Right, because what you find successful or what resonates with people, let's do that because success is kind of a weird thing. When you find that thing that resonates with people, right? Yeah. You've created something that resonates with people. They love it. That That's not something that can be planned and predicted. So here you have these reasons in your mind why something may be good or bad and why it may resonate with people or why it may not resonate with people. Yeah. You're, you're predicting the thing. If you could predict that kind of, of of success, then everybody would be doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You could just, you know, think it through, predict it, and it goes big. The truth of the matter is, is that that's not how it works. And you have to be willing to take chances. That's why I, I, I tell so many people at Church Mag when they ask me a question about whether they should try something or write about something, unless it's like way in left field or clear off or something like that, I almost always say, yeah, like give it a try. Let's, let's see what happens, right? Like a series idea or an article or, or whatever. It's like, yeah, man, let's give it a try. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Let's see if this resonates with people. I certainly don't know. If there's anything that I've learned over these years is I don't really know. <laughs> yep. But I would have never learned that hadn't hadn't we tried. And yet you say you don't really know, but you know for definitely for yourself a hundred different ways not to do it. And in fact, I'm in if I take that Jeff Bezos mentality, I'm a little jealous of you because you know 
way more ways not to do it yourself than I do on how to do it. Don't be jealous. It's it's ugly. Jeremy, we went wow. over this. Our jealousy <laughs> of blessings coolness. <laughs> we can't let that eat at us. Uh, no. You're not going down that road again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I, I think i think if if you think of it or if you think of uh like an issue whether it's an idea or how to solve something and my assumption is always if i'm trying to figure this out there has to be at least one other person somewhere in the world um that, that it's for. So, so in some ways, while you might have a, an audience or even if it's in, I mean, mm-hmm. the context of your church, if it's, if, 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 while you might have so many people in the church and you could think, uh, you know, this won't resonate with like 5,000 people if there are 5,000 people in your church. Yeah. But that's just it. You don't really know. Right? Yeah. 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 You, you don't really know. And, 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 you know, we always think of these things with so much permanence, like, what if we did the church announcements a little bit different? Well, I don't know. So there's like this big discussion as if then it's going to be stuck that way forever. The fact that it got stuck the way it is now, that's the problem. The problem isn't that it might get stuck wrong next time. The problem is, is that you let yourself get stuck in the first place. So just stop getting stuck. Try something new. What's worst case that's going to happen? Worst thing that's going to happen? It fails. And then just like Jeremy has pointed out, like, you know, that doesn't work. I'll try something else. And we do that all the time, whether it be the structure of a church service or how we do announcements or even like, you know, the soundboard configuration. I don't know. Try it. I love what Blessing said, though. And there was somebody, I for some reason, this is sticking out to me. So somebody talks about how when you are doing something that you have a target audience in mind as you're writing it. And I can't remember. Is this a marketing term or is this a blogging term? Well, it goes beyond just knowing your it goes beyond just knowing your audience. I, I ask this question, like whenever people talk in the Slack channel of like, Hey, I mean, someone literally talked about like the idea of um, writing about worship stuff. And I'm like, how many people are asking that same question of what kind of soundboard or a uh, play uh, or program software to use for their specific context? Absolutely. I know um, Jesse Gruber, who um, has written for church Mag in the past has a unique aspect of church planting. And he literally said, I don't know how to do this. And I've looked it up and I don't necessarily have a ton of answers, but then recognizing there's a lot of churches that are doing the exact same thing as him. If he doesn't, if he can't find the answers and he's a smart guy, then there's probably a lot of other people that also don't have those same answers. Uh, And that gives you a leg up again, just like we were talking about before of think about your own aspect, your own audience for things to be able to give yourself an edge in that content creation of I I am a specific church plant in a specific area and I need to understand this a little bit better. And you don't create for everyone. I think I think that's the other thing that people that that you also need to make peace with. Um you never you're not writing for everybody as well. You know? Absolutely. Uh, it's kind of a subtle thing whether you're writing a video or whatever it is you're producing. It's not for everyone. And it's okay. <laughs> You know, uh, I think I think we try. We, we can never be all things to all people. Uh, sorry, Paul, uh, Apostle. Um, <laughs> but but when it comes to creating content, I think you you have to make peace that not everything you create will resonate mm-hmm. with everyone. Exactly. Uh, 
Exactly. And it's okay. Uh, otherwise, you just add that to the list of things that stifle and stop you from moving forward or trying anything mm-hmm. new. Um, Eric, you have a unique way of writing. How is it that you were able to? I mean, you have it's almost like a word of thought flow. I mean, when uh, I looked at your writing when you first wrote, you literally would have like sentences that would be two words or four words long, and you would and go to like, a new line, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, why is he doing that? That's not how you're supposed to write papers. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm, I, I, you broke me. I don't know. And then I'm like, and yet, that that's exactly how you speak right and so how how did you get to that point as far as like co- creating content or is it something like you had to really work hard at it i'm kind of very curious well about i that. just realized like it's not writing it's blogging blogging is something different than writing in my mind it's, i mean you say that very easily but it's like that's a i maybe i'm blowing just, this out of proportion but i feel are. like it's a very profound <laughs> I feel like it's a very profound way of writing. Like it's, I'll be honest, it changed how I like to write. I actually, sometimes when I write my blog posts, I think of like, how would Eric write this? And I'm not doing that. Uh, we should make some, we should make a little, we'll, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so there's an idea for church, Mac. Uh, uh, <laughs> church, Mitch. <laughs> we make what? <laughs> How would Eric write bracelets? <laughs> oh my gosh. There it is. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. No, um, I think in answering this is the key and that is you need to write from your strength. Okay. Like, who are you? What do you sound like? What are you trying to say? You know, what's your style? I mean, as much as Church Mag has some, some formatting consistencies, or at least tries to, um, like, Phil has a style, Blessing has a style, Jeremy has... Everyone has a style in how they write. And that is a very unique and important thing. And I... I as I trip over my words here... Um, I am very much into speech, right? Okay, I was a speech major. I like public speaking, stuff like that. And so I think what I did is I I pulled from that, like from that skill of mine, and translated that into into a blog, like how it reads. And I, I, th- I think that that is kind of how, how that developed. How do people find their style? Anybody. Like, what's your style? What do you draw from? You know? But how do you discover that that's, I mean, yes, you say that, but like, I think about the fact that I'm a terrible or I was a terrible writer. I, I'll be honest. I was maybe the worst writer there ever has been. Oh, right. You have to try things. <laughs> how do you, how do we, I don't necessarily know this answer. Like, how do we get to finding that style? The worst. No, I'm kidding. I was really bad too, Jeremy. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm good either. Um, I, I guess, I guess just, you just do it, man. That's what you do. You just flip and do it. I mean, you write thousands of blog posts. Eventually, you're going to figure it out. I, I mean, isn't there like some famous quote or something about like, you're not born great and you have to try like a bazillion times? Isn't that a quote somewhere? Put that on a t-shirt. Got to try a bazillion times. You do try a bazillion times, <laughs> but you don't necessarily have to learn from it. And I think that you're, at, you're suggesting we learn from it. And how do we... And for me, how do we isolate that? How do we kind of replicate that? How do we make something that's super amazing? Yeah, I think some of it's just being mindful of it. Being self-aware is is, is huge. I'm sorry, bless you. Go ahead. There's some, I think sometimes one of the things that's helped me, that has helped me has been some friends that really know me well, uh, where they where they read something and they say, this sounds like I'm talking to you. 
Um, and, and that's one of the things that, in, in fact, I've actually had Ingrid um, send me some posts I've written and say, um, you know, this person sounds like how you would write something like, mm. and, I'm, and I'm thinking like, well, that was me. And she was like, oh, I didn't, you know, but, <laughs> but, but uh, I think it's a good exercise as well. Just get people who, who know you as well and say, hey, you know, does this sound like me? Um, the other thing, which is not always an accurate, uh, which is not always a, uh, an accurate way of checking in developing your style is really is around how natural does it feel when you actually writing? Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes it is harder to write. It's, it's difficult to write. You just don't have inspiration or you're struggling to, to be articulate. Uh, but at other times the, 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 when you're not trying to write, when I'm not trying to write like Chris, I feel more relaxed. And when I'm trying to live up to Phil's standards, then I really, you know, the pressure is on and I can barely get words out. But it's, mm. it's, it's like when I'm writing um, and feel at ease with, with how things are flowing, that's one of the indicators. It's not absolute, but that's also something that I try and think, like, how am I feeling right now mm. um, and why am I struggling? Is it I've got something on my mind or is it I'm trying to, uh, to sound like someone I'm not, you know? Yeah. I will also say, I think that um, trying new things, trying new ways of doing it is super important. Um, we had the blogging yeah, challenge and it's yeah. something that you, know, you had really kind of um, loved. So I know when I was doing the blogging challenge with Dustin Stout, who originally was the guy that um, showed it off for me, I realized I could write within that four or that one hour challenge that you have to write content and not edit it. Um, see what you can come up with. You could edit it, but then you're just going to take time away from writing. I could get four articles done in an hour, which doesn't seem like that much until you actually do it. And you're like, holy cow, I have barely one article or not even one article done. And then it's really tough. But I actually was pretty good at, um, if you just tell me I need, I only have an hour to do this, that I could get that out, which means I have a half an hour lunch. Guess what I'm going to be doing in that half hour lunch. I'm able mm. to crank something out or Eric yeah. says, Hey, I'm going to challenge, I want to challenge you. And I actually would encourage you to do this, Eric, or to look at some of the people that write for us. Um, what about challenging them? Hey, can you write two or three blog posts in the next week? Um, because this hurricane's coming and I just need content. Can you do that for me by this date and like, see what happens. And the people that are able to do it, that's an indication of they're able to take on a challenge like that as opposed to someone else that says, I just need to let the creative juices flow. I don't know how Chris is. Yeah. But Chris definitely feels like when the creative juice is flowing, just get out of his way because he writes such good content. Mm. Whereas like with me, it's like, oh, you want four articles? Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. And it's just a complete, those both are different approaches. And understanding those approaches is, yeah. is super, super important, right? Being, being mindful yeah. and self-aware is, uh, yeah. is huge. And that's exactly what that, that's exactly what blessing outlined, you know, having someone else read it, give you feedback. That is part of, uh, cultivating the self-awareness and, and mindfulness of how you sound and what you're saying and what's your tone and what's your style. That's all, you know, understanding all those mechanics, right? Um, and, yeah, and yeah. 
that's huge. I think. Yeah. The other thing that I, that has helped me, I'm just thinking is, is, um, uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, the other thing that has helped me has been identifying when I get, when I can, when I get the most out, um, is it, when I'm at, when am I most comfortable? What kind of environment get, gets the most out of me? Uh, that makes a, that makes a huge difference for me. Um, this, um, do you know that quantif? Do you know that quantif? Quanti- have you been able to quantify that? Are you sure you're getting the most out of it? Yeah, yeah. In in yeah. some instances, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't um, blog. I can't blog personally whenever I'm um, with my kids. I literally have to remove myself from the room um, if I want to get a single <laughs> article done, let alone enough content and good content. Yeah. So I'm I'm right there with you, blessing. Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. for you, what's your thing that helps you create? Like what's your little secret sauce? Yeah, it, it, well, it, it's weird. Um, I'm weird. Um, um, it all depends on what's happening. I think um, if I've had, if I've been dealing with a lot of technical stuff uh, during the day, uh, then what helps get the most out of me is like total silence. Mm. Um, you know, if, if I've been quiet and alone most of the time, then I need to have some, like some music or something going. Um, and uh, for the more serious pieces, the, or longer, like seriously long form stuff, I need to, I, I usually have to sit at like more or less the same space, either at a particular couch or, or at my desk, <laughs> which is weird, but, but yeah, it all depends on like what's happening. Uh, often I need to first transition myself out mentally, uh, before I get on, I get to writing. Uh, yeah. So, so it all depends. Yeah. I will say that so this is the first time we've done this. We uh, live stream all of our stuff on Twitch because I play video games while we do this and something we try out. Um, he goes, I don't know if he wants me to use his real name, so I'll just use his screen name. He goes by two and five. Um, he's part of our church mag Minecraft server. He says, hey, shout out. Con- absolutely. He talks about how content creators have to create for themselves first and then create for the audience second. So he was speaking into what we were talking about before and I, I hundred percent agree. You have to create for yourself first. You don't know any other audience. I mean, I could try and write for blessing, but I only know blessing so much, right? Even the people that I've lived my life around, I only know them so much. So I have to write for myself first. I think that that's true to the point of this, because I mean, there's stuff I write about. I'm not writing it for myself. Like I don't, I already know this thing, right? I'm writing for somebody else to read, to learn from, to think about, right? But what is very, very true in what in in that statement, writing for yourself, and that is, this is huge. This is why I tell people about podcasting as well, right? If you wouldn't read it, why would anyone else, right? So, you know, when it comes to podcasting, if you wouldn't listen to it, why would anyone else? The same thing goes with writing. So, you know, when you say you write for yourself, I think that that's exactly what that speaks into. Like if you're not writing something that you would enjoy, that you're like, that's awesome. I totally read that. 
you know, or I would share that or, you know, whatever. Um, then, then what are you doing? Right. So that's, that's spot on, you know, um, in, in that sense, it's same, the same goes for like, okay, blessing writes something we're going to put on church mag. I can often tell how much I like the content that we're putting out there based on how excited I am to make the featured image. Now, if you get a sucky feature image or I don't create you one, it also might be because I'm slammed and I'm busy and I can't work on it and I'm deeply disappointed. So I'll put that little caveat in there if you all get a little bit paranoid. But um, if you ever see, <laughs> I know, right? If you ever see a featured image and you're like, wow, man, that's, that's, that's something, then <laughs> that's like a little secret of how much I really love what's going on because um, I will spend I will spend extra time on it or... Or, or, or whatever like that's it, and that works together right like this is content that I'm excited about that I'm enjoying and so I want to make a cool featured image and that's something that I didn't write you know and so the same principle goes you know can be applied there like he said um, if uh, see what is this it oh writing for yourself the same thing goes with the articles that we publish right I'm, I'm in that sense i'm doing it for myself i'm sharing or doing something that i enjoy this past this uh well by the time this airs a few weekends ago i did a saturday morning review for uh doom the doom 2016 finally i was like you know what i don't give a flying flip if this upsets somebody i am doing this mm-hmm. just like he said oh, i yeah. wrote it for myself that's that's totally true i totally wrote yeah. that for myself and loved uh, it and had a great time yeah by the way that had a killer opening <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun but again just like that comment writing for yourself that that that's what i was doing right it was it was it was i it, i was imagining like sitting with my friends talking about it like what would i say right what would I say? That's what I would say, right? If I had time to think about it. <laughs> I'll also say the idea of writing for someone else, the downside to that is you always have to be thinking, what is other people thinking? And that's exhausting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that is so true because there, there, I, I do some uh, freelance writing, some marketing, blah, blah, blah for Envato, and it pains me. I, I hate it. Like, it just, I don't like it at all. Whereas I write for Church Mag, it's say what? I said, can you <laughs> say, say what that? <laughs> well, I just did. Okay, Micro. I'm following to this rule of like I'm podcasting for myself, y'all. This is what, <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> I'm podcasting for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's painful writing because I don't really want to talk about it. Right, I, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't even read it, um, but here I am writing it, and it's painful, yeah. right? And you can definitely see the contrast. So that's definitely true, you know, uh, writing for yourself, creating content for yourself. If you're not going to enjoy it, no one's going to enjoy it. Can we each give one last really quick one, and then we'll end with that? Quick one, what? Quick tip, quick way to keep creating content. You're a quick tip. Um, yeah, you go first, Jeremy. It's your idea. <laughs> All right, I can do it. Yeah. So one quick last one, I think, is that um, always have the the reason, the means and sights. Um, for me, that comes in the way of having goals. I'm not I'm not going to create something 
unless it it's that objective and I'm not going to, I need to always keep that objective in mind. And sometimes that objective has to be like a numerical. I need to make sure I'm keep writing so that um, we keep the traffic going. And so I need to write for that reason. And there, let's be honest, there are times where that's why we create content is we just need to have the traffic incoming. Otherwise Google is going to penalize us. Or there are times where I need to write just because that's where I'm at in life. And so um, having that end in mind, I need to, my own personal thing is I need to make sure that I influence Christian geekiness, Christian nerdum. And as long as church bag is alive, I will always want to do that. So whether it's through funny superhero photos or videos or long-term or long form writing, that's always going to be in the back of my mind is I want to influence Christian geek culture. And that'll always help me produce that was, content. That was that felt like more than a tip, yeah. blessing. Don't you think? Eric Hune. He said like a tip. That was way more than a tip. Sorry. Yeah. I, I tried to pare it down. I felt like a whole podcast within another Very podcast meta. within Very a podcast. <laughs> I felt like he wanted us to go first and we had like these little tips and then he had this big like He's trying to sneak in a boom shock lock. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> And then he drops this. Oh yeah! No, I wanted to. I was happy to go first. <laughs> no. no, one does not. One does not plan a boom shakalaka. The are, moment are you, you plan a boom shakalaka is like, you know, <laughs> reject, rejected. Yeah, it's not good. It's, it's not, not a good. boom shakalaka anymore. Gee, I, I don't know how well I can follow that one. Um, it's for you. Like, what's what? What is your one thing for you as far as creating content? Whether it doesn't work for anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think people. I think we often never get started because we we want it to be perfect, uh, and and so I'd say don't overthink it. Just get started. Show up. Get started. Show show up and just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Me. Here, here, it, or if you're writing for Church Mag, submit for review. Um, <laughs> um, and here's a little, a little thing, a little mind blown kind of meta thing here. And that is so when we started this podcast, and this, uh, this was about content creation, right? Creating content, being comfortable with it, and everything. When we started this, when Jeremy brought it up, I did not want to do this topic. I was like, I've got nothing to say about this topic. I don't. I'm not feeling it. It feels off. I'm just, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Like, I'm not feeling this topic. And in the end, we just had, like, an amazing, wonderful podcast that blossomed into some really great content. (laughs) So, a little meta and a little thing that you just experienced just now is what happens when you create content. Sometimes you just don't feel it, but then when you get going, you start talking about the things that you like and that you love and you know... In the end, you look back and you go, dang, we just created something pretty cool. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's churchmag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout.com.